Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Little martini glass cheers there. Mm -hmm. We have our cool Halloween martini pins. So, y'all, we're running low on toothpicks. Which we will use year-round. Because, guys, skulls are forever. Yeah, so we have these martini pins that have skulls on them. And they are fantastic. They're pretty baller. They are. I'm here for it. And um, they clink nicely. They hold olives very well pickles for you right because i don't like olives i think we discussed this on a previous podcast oh yeah yeah, we have we have i tried for years and years to like olives but and then you just realized that's not a requirement no i'm gonna do pickles instead so there we are so we have very very dirty pickle martinis which is basically just pickle juice lisa likes it dirty real good if you like pickle juice (laughs) if you were the child who grew up drinking pickle juice then this is your drink let's back up did you not drink pickle juice? No. Did you not also drink water out of the iron? No. Excited <laughs> about both those things. All right. So we had we had well water, right? Uh, which is disgusting. How did you have? Well, you grew up in like Chicago. I did, but Chicago had well water for a while. Like, I mean, like, there's a big fucking lake agree. right there. Agree. But I grew up um, just outside of Chicago, and we had well water for like my first. I don't know while bit um but my mom would buy distilled water and put, in the put it in the iron and one day i was real thirsty and the iron was there and i drank out of the iron and i was like oh my god you guys iron water is amazing and then i would drink iron water like water out of a cold iron not a hot iron i would always make sure it wasn't hot i mean i appreciate that for uh, but i I would drink the I- the water for the iron. I would drink out of the iron. Not even, like, the jug of water my mom poured into the iron. But I would drink water out of the iron. <laughs> I... <laughs> I never told my mom. She was probably like, this iron's always empty. Why is that iron linking? up. Why is my iron... Where's the water? I'm so confused. Right. So... The secret life of little kids. They do weird shit. They do. I'm sure we're going to find... <laughs> Like, years from now, what our kids have been up to, and we're like, right. really? So, I mean, I, I drank what out of the you? iron. Hmm. That's uh, what That's I did. Shit. So, how's your week been? Fine. Busy. Yeah, busy. Weirdly busy. Um, I saw humans that are not sleeping in this house every day of the week. That's kind of bonkers. Uh, except for today. Well, I, I saw some neighbors today, but like... Mm-hmm. You know, those like yelling kinda, at people from the porch. Yeah, like seeing. well, I like had a conversation with our next door neighbor, but like that almost doesn't really count. But like, I actually went places where there were other humans, mostly through um, Cub Scouts. Yeah, mostly and through scouting events. Scouts. Yeah, it's that like was the one the thing we're kind of still doing is because all those activities are outside. And right, so it's a little easier to. Social mm-hmm. distance, if you're like, well, you're in a words, like, just stay away from people. Yep. So we did that. So that's been, and it was like a lot of things that I had to like oddly prep for. Mm-hmm. So like, and it was like such a weird cross-section of my life because I had to prep for a Cub Scout meeting because I'm an assistant den leader. 
I had to prep to run a Dungeons and Dragons night for 11 year olds. Right. Because I'm a nerd and I volunteer for this stuff, but my kids love it. Right. Well, this, is, this is one of the ways that our kids can quote unquote see their friends. Exactly. We have a little and, and have something to do and an excuse to get together. So there was that. And then like. But that was online. Yeah. And then like I had a little Bible study thing that we we're doing with some friends that mm-hmm. like I had to prep for. And it was like. These are weird things to have to do all in the same week. There's a lot of gears to shift. I mean, for an introvert. Yeah. So, and then uh, we got together for birthday party on Friday for me and my twin sister. Yes. And my mom. We, all our birthdays kind of stack up together. Because yeah, so that's how twins work. We usually have like one uh, grown up birthday party and we go to like a big fancy restaurant and we eat, oh my God, way too much food. So instead, um, but this, this time, yeah. uh, Adam's mom ordered some uh, some carry-in. Yep, I guess. So the ki- she catered all, basically. She, 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 ca- she, catered. she ordered catering. Yeah, she ordered catering for, for eight our, people for our party. Uh, whatever for our get together, and uh, we all ate at her house. And she, uh, we couldn't quite eat outside, but she opened all the windows and the sliding glass door, and she was very very accommodating. Accommodating, so. It was, you know, I mean, was it a zero risk event? No. Was it a low risk event? Yeah, probably. Do I know everybody's there? Yes. I know everybody and what their personal circumstances are. And if something happens, can they get a hold of me and me of them? Yes. Yes. So that's kind of the... So yeah. And then, and then, um, we went, I went camping with our daughter (laughs) and Cop Scouts went, oh my gosh. It was great. Like, the kids were great. They were all great about wearing their masks. They were all great about social distancing. Like, actually, like, that part of it wasn't terrible. Like, I mean, it was kind of a pain in the butt because you can't, like, all eat together. Um, But it's just camping. But it's just camping. Yeah. Uh, And I wasn't there this time. No. And normally Adam is there to set up the tent and take down the tent and do all the adulting. And I just can, like, I don't know. Just kind of, like, half-supervise the kids. Half-supervise the children. Um, but yeah, this time it was just me and our daughter. And I was like, oh man, do I remember how to set up a tent? Turns out I do. It's not a big deal. <laughs> no, it's not too bad. Um, but I have faith in this you. tent is tiny. Yes. It is a little baby tent. And, um, no matter which way you sleep in it, I touch both sides of the tent while I'm sleeping in it. I'm, my head is touching the tent and my feet are touching the tent mm-hmm. and I'm, only five two. Yeah. Like, truly, I don't understand how this is quote a three person tent. Like, oh no, these three people are all little people, and like, they are this very is, friendly. Yeah, this and very friendly. This is not like it was me and my daughter, and who is also a tiny whisper. Yeah, she's a, four foot tall. A slip, a slip of a person. Um. Yes. So, I, there was no part of me that wasn't touching walls, and it was raining, so the walls were wet. <laughs> It's great. So, I mean, that was fine. But, like, I was warm and dry while I slept. So, yeah, it it wasn't the worst night, but it wasn't the best. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't the best For middle of October of camping. Sleep. Oh, October is when to camp in Ohio, honestly. Because, like, in August, it's too fucking hot. Yeah. And, you just uh, lay on top of your camp, right, your, like, your bed, and really, just pray for the release of death. August and May are, like the times or october camp. may october may yeah are the, are the times to camp and like camping june, in the summer you can sneak in is a bullshit. june it's a kind of a crapshoot july is pretty hot and july mm-hmm. august is just right out and then september starts to get better but october is pretty solid right 
It gets a little chilly sometimes. It might but... rain and it might be chilly. I don't mind the chill. Like, I would mm. rather camp in cold than in rain. Yep. So, so that was fun. I stayed home. I And slept so in a bed. I am realizing that I am the member of our family that has slept outside the least in the last six months because mm -hmm. both of our youngest well all three of our kids have camped in our backyard and i didn't yeah more than once yeah a couple times uh and i never have yeah i was like uh fuck you i'm sleeping in my own bed yeah or yeah i'll crack the window yell if you need me uh our eldest has been camping a few times with his his scout troop it's true and then now you've been camping so i am overdue you are. You are. You can go camping in a backyard if you want. I don't want. Yeah. No part of me wants that. <laughs> I pay. Do you know what we pay a day? A day to, to sleep, sleep in, in our house. Yeah, it's not trivial. So you know, I'm sleeping in here. Mm -hmm. So that was that. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. It's just been kind of a week, I guess. It's okay. Yeah. This week is much calmer, and I'm kind of here for that because as as alluded to. Yeah, Adam's it's, the introvert, guys. I'm the introvert, and also it's my birthday week. And you know what I want for and my birthday? It's his birthday to leave everybody to leave you the fuck alone. Yes, exactly that. I wanna, I wanna stay home. I wanna do fuck all, and I wanna play some board games. And I want. But you have to play board games with people. I mean, only some of them. Yeah, like a very chosen amount. I want to choose who I hang out with. No, legit, I have board games I can play alone. <laughs> Several board games. I mean, I do rows. like playing the Switch. Like, I will play the Switch for like six hours. I, I would play Destiny I would play for some days. Animal Crossing. I got some Star Wars video games I'm playing. I gotta make a spooky arch and decorate our. Uh... Oh yeah, you've been like decorating our Animal Crossing island, like for the holidays, Guys, like bonkers. It's pretty great. It is great. She's she's really cool at that. Some maybe someday we'll put our our code, mm -hmm. whatever the code is that we have the island code in our. A friend code. You can be my friend. Mm -hmm. Come visit my island. I'll give you my dream code. Oh. Come visit. Uh, uh, dreams. Cranberries. Sure. No? <laughs> I mean, I do know that song. That was did not I, it. Did I recognize that song based on your rendition? Absolutely not. Yeah, it's not. I'm not great at singing. Yeah, you are no Dolores. It's okay. I mean, who is? Literally nobody. I mean, true. So we did watch a movie. Mm. Yes. So we're we're watching Halloweenish movies. I don't know if you guys have picked up on the theme. Yeah. I mean, it is. But it is October. It spooky is that season. time. So we're watch we're going through the backlog of Halloween movies. There are not nearly as many Halloween movies as Christmas movies. Uh, praise Ma Jesus for that. Or also major oversight. <laughs> like I feel either way, either way. I mean, I feel like more things should have. Halloween episodes or Halloween versions. Halloween movies, yeah. Uh, the Halloween heist in Brooklyn Nine Nine being one of the things I look forward to every year. That is year. true. I don't know how that's going to work this year. Who knows? I don't know when they're expected back. I would could have done like half a minute of research and answered that, but who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so we watched a Halloween movie. Uh, it's called Double Double Toil and Trouble. Right, it is a Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen movie. Uh huh. Yes, because of course. So our kids brought this to us. They're like, "So are you looking for Halloween movies that are like awful to review?" <laughs> I'm like, I mean, yeah, yeah, a little bit. They're like, "Okay, 
So we found a Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie where they're sitting on a pumpkin. So I think that's going to be pretty terrible. It's going to be think? terrible. It's on Hulu. Like, should we watch it? And I was like, yes. And so we watched it and my kids were just dogging on this movie. They're like, what is this thing? And they recognize it for what it is. So we are instilling the next generation of crappy, crappy movie lovers. I mean, you guys are welcome. Sorry. But like, hey, you know, honestly, I think it's important to have a critical eye and not just to take everything <laughs> just because this movie got made doesn't mean it's doesn't quality. mean it's great. It's it usually means it's not. There's only, you know, the top 10 percent of movies are, are less than 10 percent of the films out there. Wait, sure. No, you're the sure. drunk one tonight. So I'm, I'm being anyway. So this movie starts with the crawl that says based on a true story, dot, 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 dot. Maybe. Does it say maybe? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which, I mean, is a good way of saying... Not, not true Not story. at all. Not even close. There's nothing in this movie that resembles a true story. Right. That's very interesting. That it would be like, based on a true story. Maybe. And it's like maybe. a kind of a creepy voiceover at the beginning to say that. And... I missed this. Yeah, you did miss this part. I was like talking to my mom on the phone. <laughs> you couldn't hang up to <laughs> be like, I have to go watch a Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen Sorry, movie. Sorry, mom. I know you're talking to me about like real life stuff, but like I have to watch this terrible Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen movie. For the podcast, we haven't told you we have. Right. My mom doesn't know we have this podcast. Shh. Nobody tell her. Okay. Um. And so... It starts at a Halloween party. Mm. So the the girls, Mary Kate and Ashley, and a bunch of other small children are at right. this. They're like playing they're the games. About eight. Yeah, this is like in the middle of the Full House reign. It's not. It might be at the very end of the Full House reign. I think it's. I mean, when did Full House stop? I'm not really. Exactly I don't know. Sure. Our kids have seen all the fucking like episodes yeah, of Full House. But like this was. I mean, when Full House stopped, Michelle was. Old enough that she had been replaced by cuter children. Really? Yeah. Um, Uncle Jesse's. Oh, yes. Uncle Jesse's little babies. Yes, that's yeah. true. And so she wasn't super cute anymore, but they're still at a cute stage on this one. So I'm going to say it was it was middle, mm-hmm. middle of their full house run when they yeah, were like media seven. juggernauts. Yeah. And uh so they're at this party and they're doing the halloween games they're playing pin to tail on a donkey they're like bobbing for apples i think there's a pinata involved like it's just the you know party shit mm-hmm. and then have you ever been at a party where you bob for apples yes actually really yeah covid eyes that is like whoa oh gross. yeah totally it's not okay but uh, i have never bobbed for apples in real life yeah it's a thing i mean yeah, it. I mean, again... You just have to hold your nose and you have to jam the apple against the side of the container. You have some really good pro tips for having never actually done this. Right, I mean, watching so, people. <laughs> so the other option you have is to try to get a suction going. Mm, that doesn't that never works. No, it's re- much, much harder. But anyway, so they're doing stuff. And they get all ushered into this tent mm-hmm. where there's a magician... Oh, I can hear your pickles crunching. My pickles are so yummy. Yeah, pickles. So anyway, so they get ushered into the tent. There's a magician, and the magician is a little person. Yeah. Um. He, is he Oscar the Clown? Yeah, he's Oscar the Clown. Okay. So he's he's a clown slash magician, and 
first off, there's like a full on like circus tent, like in, in the backyard. In someone's backyard. Although like our daughter went to a backyard birthday party that had a fucking kangaroo at it. What? Don't you remember this? No. This was somebody's birthday party. That our da- fucking kangaroo? <laughs> that our daughter went to, and they had, like, a full like petting zoo, zoo. Which included a kangaroo. With a goddamn kangaroo. That's and I was like, kangaroo. oh, man. This person's, like... That's extra. Yeah. I mean, I'm real extra. But, like, I'm not That's that extra. extra. Yeah. I was like, don't get used to this. You will never have this petting zoo with a kangaroo. <laughs> Ever. I mean, can I have a petting zoo with a kangaroo? I mean, if that's what you really want. It's not. Okay. Didn't think so. So they're in this tent watching this clown magician dwarf person Mm -hmm. do their act. And I mean, he's a little bit creepy and a little bit weird, but I mean, mostly that's writing. That's just clown. Clown magician. Like clowns for you have a real touchstone of horror. Yeah. I don't like them. in In the pit of your heart. They are on the wrong side of the Uncanny Valley. Right, and I'm not nearly as bothered by so, clowns. Yeah, true. But then what happens next is, um, I can't really, I'm not really sure if it's like an assistant or maybe it's like the mom or somebody starts like Velcroing the flap of the tent closed, like very obviously like sealing this tent closed. And I'm like, danger, danger, Will Robinson, you're right. locked in a room with a clown. Red flags, red flags. Nope, 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 nope. And it's because they're getting ready to do the judging for the pumpkin carving. Mm-hmm. So apparently, off camera... During this party... All of the kids were given a pumpkin, and one can assume a knife or drill or whatever tool. Right, and they're like, go at it, children. Good luck. Best wishes. Right. Count your toes. Hope you all have your whittling chip. And they, they had carved pumpkins. Mm-hmm. In a minute, we're going to see, like, the parents picking up Mary-Kate and Ashley and getting both of their pumpkins. But for some reason, the winner of this is a tie. Between... And it's Mary-Kate and Ashley also. Oh, okay. Uh, Kelly and Lily, their characters. Mm-hmm. Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. Is it Lynn? Kelly and Lynn. Kelly I and think. Lynn. Um, between their characters. And so... Our our magician friend, Clown, gives them a magic wand. Together. Together. Of they, course. Because they can share, because they're twins. Because, yeah. Which, as a twin, fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> Would it be better to be like the other twin is the winner and you get nothing? Yes. Like, I can take that. I'm a big kid. Because mm-hmm, you're mean, the second even twin. At eight. Yeah. What if... What if... For your twin sister, who is the older, more dominant twin. Highly. Would she be chill with you being the winner and she getting nothing? No. Would she be better with sharing? No. No. Nothing's good? No. So, like, if she won, I would just be like, yeah, it's life. I'm going to (laughs) go. I'm going to go to the cake table and I'll be fine. I'll get over it. If I won, she would convince me why she actually won and needs the needs the reward. And you just wouldn't want to hear her bitch about it. And so you were like, fine, whatever. I don't here, care. I don't care. And if we tied, I'd just be like, yeah, yeah same thing. You you hear, you have it. Just leave me, leave me alone. I'm going to be at the cake table. Uh, I'm very cake motivated. If I was a dog, I'd be you know, food motivated. We've talked about this, I think. But um, So they get a magic wand. And the first thing... Um, Kelly, I think it is, that has the wand. I forget. I'm going to get the, or Lynn. Whichever one. 
like kind of points at the dwarf and and does like a little like magic wand gesture with it. Mm-hmm. And he's on this spinning platform, which I don't understand why you would have a spinning platform, but whatever. Maybe you like to be dizzy. And so it starts spinning really, really fast and like shooting sparks and stuff. And then it comes to a stop and the mom assistant's like, wow, that was really cool. He's like, yeah, I didn't do that. So we're establishing. That the wand's actually magic. Yeah. So this kid got given an actual magic wand, which is pretty much like holding, like handing a kid a loaded weapon. Right, right. As a seven-year-old. Yeah, seems fine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's the party. And I think you came in about at this point where the parents are driving up to pick them up. The I drove in when they were talking to the gravedigger. Oh. <laughs> in fucking Burbank, California. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. All right. So the parents come to pick them up and the parents are talking on the way in. And it, it basically, dad's business is broke. It's horrible. Right, and they're going to lose their house. They're going to lose their house, but then they got to put out a brave face for the kids. And they pick up the kids and like, all right, so we're going to go visit Aunt Agatha. Mm-hmm. And Aunt Agatha... She lives pretty close, but on the other end, other end of town. And yep. we haven't seen her in seven years yep. since Aunt Sophia disappeared. Which, okay, first off, let me just say, as soon as they were like, Aunt Sophia disappeared, Aunt Agatha, I was like... So it's like a Sappho and her friend kind of moment. Like, I mean, maybe. The two older aunts living together. But no, they're twins. No, it turns out they're twins. So, uh, well, it was almost some representation, but whatever. <laughs> so close. So close out there. <laughs> um, But anyway, so Agatha doesn't like kids. She lives mm-hmm. by herself. She's in this huge, creepy old mansion. Right. Very creepy. And she it, wears black all the time. Yeah. She like reads by candlelight. Yeah, she's a witch. She's a witch. We should burn her because she's got opinions and she likes to wear pants. No, it's not. Actually, she's she wears like gowns, gowns, the whole time. like legit black gowns the whole time. Sometimes she's, purple. Yeah, a very very dark gray. Mm-hmm. And um, she's got a black hat. You know, I mean, all of the trappings are there. I mean, she's straight out of Central Casting as this woman as like creepy aunt slash witch. Yep. So the parents go in to talk to Agatha. Right. And they leave the kids in the yard. In the car. In the car. That's better. They leave the kids in the car. They roll down the windows. They're not monsters. Yeah. I mean, it's only like California in this October. It's not the summer, but it is totally the summer. Because like... <laughs> Every like, time oh, is the summer. It's and... super sunny. And yeah, it's fine. And so while the kids are in the car, like the wand... Like, some, one of the girls is playing with the wand and just doing the gesture, the wand mm-hmm. Yeah, poke, just the wand poke. And it just, like, floats away out the window. And they're like, the fuck? We gotta go after this wand. I'd be like, no, fuck that. Like, it has shown it has a will of its own. Let it go on its life. Like... <laughs> yep, like me and all my choose my own adventures. Exactly. I have it, no adventures. <laughs> so, the girls, like... Wander out, and they're instantly in a cemetery. No, they're, like, in no. Aunt Agatha's front yard. Yeah, but there's, like, gravestones in a cemetery in Aunt Agatha's front yard. It's like... So, Aunt Agatha has one of these old-timey houses where they just bury their people in their backyard, which, like, truly does happen. Yeah, a lot. in, like, 16th century England, not in, like, America. It does happen in America. We had so much land. We didn't have to worry about that. It does happen in America. Not not often. Like, if you had an old stately manor, you had a mausoleum at the cemetery downtown. yeah. Like, you didn't, I mean, not on your property. Mm -hmm. Like, like you said, this is in fucking Burbank. Like, (laughs) 
you can like they're at this graveyard you see cars driving by behind yeah. them so anyway the twins go out they follow the wand yeah to they, a graveyard they find the graveyard and they find a grave digger yes who is the physical embodiment yeah. of bill the lizard yes from is it uh alice, alice in wonderland, wonderland. yeah exactly so bill, bill the lizard from alice in wonderland if he was like embodied in human form and canadian and canadian uh who's to say bill the lizard is not canadian i i don't know i feel i feel like that's very very reasonable very reasonable he could totally be canadian you're here folks yeah bill the lizard's canadian hot take yeah so uh, he's also highly pale, which I feel we covered with Canadian. I mean, but they, like, like they very much slapped on the makeup to make him look just like a fucking dead body. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm also going to point out. So this is a straight to video kind of movie. Yes, it is in the four by three um, format. Mm-hmm. Like there's big black bars on both sides of the screen because it's just not widescreen. Yeah, it was never meant to be shown. Anywhere with any sort of resolution. It's true. So you can tell, like, the gravestones that are out are, like, styrofoam blocks just sitting on top of the grass. Just, like, spray-painted, yeah. And Bill has, like, just... Not Bill. The Gravedigger. Yeah, we named him. maybe has a name. He never has a name. He just is called the Gravedigger. He's, like, you can see the cracks from the pancake makeup that are just... He's just layered in. And so, you know... Whatever, it's fine. It yeah. was the it was the budget they had to do with what they did, and they made it look great on nineteen nineties best TVs. Right, nineteen ninety three. Yeah, the best TVs nineteen ninety three had to offer, but yeah, it wasn't meant for this. But it's fun to watch. So the dog scares our grave digger friend, um, and because they bring the dog with them to talk to their aunt Agatha. Agatha. Well, also, their aunt Agatha's old as fuck. Yes. <laughs> like, so is it the twins' Aunt Agatha, or is no, it the mom's, mom's Aunt, Aunt Agatha. Agatha? So it's a, the it's the twins' great Aunt Agatha. Right. That's a little more reasonable, but also like, this person is played so old. Oh yeah, she's like 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 in her a 80s. million. So also, uh, the actress for this, I don't remember her name. Offhand, but Agatha is played by the lady that played Phyllis in the Mary Tyler Moore yes. shows. A hundred percent Phyllis in the Mary Tyler Moore shows. And Her so, name is, is, is Cloris Leachman. Yeah. Also Frau Brucher from the um Young Frankenstein film. Which I've never seen. Which I find and offensive. Adam is like, How did I even marry you? Like And what? I was like, I don't know. It never came up. Like this is <laughs> Gene Wilder's Third best work? I mean... Maybe? I've probably seen his first and second best work, depending on what they are. Uh, Blazing Saddles. I've seen that. And, um... Hear No Evil, See No Evil. Oh, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's about fifth. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Producers is probably... I've never seen that either. I've seen the new, new producers. Producers. Is, the old I'd producers. say producers for it. Fight me on that order, anybody who wants to come at me. But I, I think that's a pretty solid. I, the first three, honestly, uh, Blazing Saddles, you know, we've seen no evil, and and Young Frankenstein. Like those, I'll give you any order of those. I'm not going to be too upset. It just kind of is what you like. Do you like westerns more? Do you like sci-fi more? Well, not sci-fi, but like horror movies yeah. more. Like then, 
you know, the jokes on one are hitting harder than the others. But anyway, but uh, so they're talking to the grave. The girls are talking to the grave digger while the parents are trying to get money out of the aunt. But they've got to do the long way around. because They're just like, hey, we're here. We haven't seen you in seven years. You know, like, but also like we're family and like we're really on hard times and you live in this big ass mansion. Like, is there any way that you could give us a loan? Mm-hmm. And it cuts back, and Gravedigger is basically alone with these two girls in a graveyard, which, I mean... In a graveyard slash front yard in fucking Burbank, California. Fair enough. And he's just plot dumping on them. A hundred percent. Because what he's saying is like, all right, so it's almost Halloween. Okay, cool. Uh, and on the Halloween night, it's very big. Cause like, that's, that's the night. What's the, what's important about Halloween? Oh, it's the night. It's always been the night since the days of the Druids and the Celts. I'm like, those are wildly different ethnic groups. But <laughs> they did not celebrate Halloween. <laughs> not in the slightest, but cool. Keep going crazy pancake man. Mm-hmm. And he, he basically says, you know, there's going to be like a big brouhaha, a, a meeting of the witches that night. Right. And he, they, they get together. Yep. And he and, you know, like they're going to get together, them and their ilk and and have a, a meeting and, and do all their like witch shit that night. Right. Right. And the girl's like, that's not real. And he's like, yeah, it is. Fuck. Yeah, it is. That's what I'm like. It scares me to fucking death. I'm staying home. Like, right. You won't catch me out on Halloween. It's too creepy. And that's when we go back again. It's cutting back and forth. And then that's where the mm-hmm. parents are like, we need money. And Agatha's like, fuck you. Get out of my house. I knew you were just greedy little like money grubbers. Like, And I mean, in her defense, if they like haven't talked to her in seven years and then they just like show up on her doorstep. Because they need money. Because they need money. Like they She's kind of are the assholes. I mean, they're not not the assholes. They're not not the assholes. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and so back to the grave digger, he's like, well, you know, there's a witch in this house right here. Like, I'm digging this grave for her, which he never bothered to ask who the grave was for. Like, right. That's not his business. He gets paid. He doesn't care. Like, right. he is like the mercenary of grave diggers. Yeah, he, he's just a, he's a, a freelance grave also, digger. Also, he is digging this grave in the front yard of a big ass mansion in like, Burbank, California. Yeah, I feel... Yeah, we've established that. But um, we are... He is... This is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, but nobody thinks this is weird. It's yeah. like the front yard. It's not even the backyard. <laughs> like, there are cars driving by. Yeah. And so he's, held, he's, he's continuing his plot dump to tell them that um, there's a witch in this big creepy house. And, of course, that's Agatha. And, like, 200 years ago, there was a witch in this house, but we don't hear anything about her much more uh other than the fact that the townspeople killed her apparently mm-hmm. was burbank a thing 200 years ago um i don't know P- press press f to doubt um <laughs> uh, but he's like yeah and so then another witch found the moonstone which was like the source of the witch's powers and used it to to banish her sister and you're like Wait, so what? Agatha used yeah. it to banish her sister. Right. So 
They so go to a flashback. They go to a flashback. In black Ag- and white. Agatha and Sophia, played by Mary Kate, Mary Kate and Ash Lewison. And some atrocious fucking wigs. Yeah, terrible wigs. Terrible and fucking wigs. Oh my real, gosh. real early 90s uh, versions of what, like, 1860s garb looked like. Yeah, it's Like, weird. you could definitely tell, like, oh yeah, this was definitely made in 1993. Like, it has a very Laura Ashley vibe. Uh-huh. I right. see that. Right. So anyway, they go back in time, and uh, Sophia and Agatha are like, we're going to find the Moonstone, and then we're going to wish that we weren't twins, because that's what we really want, right? And uh, so they're like, you go upstairs, I go down. And Agatha goes upstairs, and she finds the Moonstone. And then she's like, Sophia, Sophia, guess what I found? And Sophia's like, did you find the Moonstone? And she's like, no. Fuck even though she, you. Even though she totally found the Moonstone. Yep, trifling. She's like... No, I didn't find it. That's all just, like, bullshit anyway, right? And right. Sophia's like, I guess so. <laughs> so it turns out it wasn't bullshit. Agatha then uses the Moonstone to, like, ruin her sister's fucking life. Right, right. And then... Slowly, over time. Imprison her in the house. hmm And when... And that was seven years ago, the final phase of that, where her sister got imprisoned. Right. And... And and so the gravedigger is like, and it's been seven years. So at the end of seven years, the spell will be permanent, and the sister can never get out again. And you're like, oh, okay, awful fucking convenient that that's this weekend, right? Yeah. So Sophia but, is trapped in the mirror in the ancient witch's moonstone, now possessed by Agatha. Yeah, and so I don't know. It's just like. I don't like just really <laughs> fucking convenient or I was like, okay, sounds fate. great. And so, um, mom and dad get kicked out of the house mm-hmm. and they meet up with the girls and the girls are like, yeah, yeah, we we're talking to a grave digger and he said the house is cursed. And like, there is a glimmer of the, her dad being like, the talk to fuck? Who? <laughs> like, can you, can you point him out? Did he touch you? Did like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a little bit of glimmer, but then they just kind of brush it on the rug and they just move on. Because, you know, 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, you know, the girls are talking to their mom about, like, what happened? Like, what the fuck is is the grave digger? Like, is he just high on crack? Because meth might be an option here. Uh, right, which right. would be my suspicion. But uh, mom's like, no, no, Aunt Sophia was a thing. And Aunt Agatha's a thing. Like, Right. So we she think she like, just ran off. Yeah. Like, Sophia met this uh, nice man and they got engaged and just like went off to live a different life. And they're like, she never like wrote or called or anything. They're like, yeah, that was really strange. I mean, I guess this whole family is built on completely not communicating with your relatives, but like at the same time. Also like how many times have I talked to my great aunts? I Like five. Yeah. I mean, fair. That's you fair. know, like not that much. Yeah, my kids know all the aunts on my side, right? All of their great aunts. There's too many on my side. Yeah, too many on your side. It's it gets messy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they just kind of get home and they're kind of chilling at the house when the realtor busts through. Right. So this guy from the bank. Yeah. No notice. No notice. On like the night before Halloween. Yeah. It's, I, it's well, it's night. a Saturday. It's dark though. It's dark. It's a Saturday night. Halloween is on Sunday. Monday is the day after Halloween. Okay. We've established the timeline several times <laughs> um, through this movie. And so it's Saturday night. He just like bust in. First off, who the fuck bankers work on Saturday nights? Nobody. 
And he was like, hey, I know that your house is up for foreclosure on Monday, and I was just coming in to see, like, what kind of whatever. Yeah, I'm just going to drop on it. I'm going to, you know, yeah. Who decorated this? You do it yourself? Nah, too bad. We can fix it. Yeah, nothing a little paint can't fix. You know, like, this will look so much better without all your shit in it. (laughs) Yeah, total asshole. Yeah. And I'm like... And and the dad just basically grabs him by the collar and shoves him out the door. You're like, look, the the real estate ver- like department of the bank didn't give me any breaks, so like, fuck you. Like, come back when you have a goddamn appointment. Yeah, and kicks him out. And the girls are like, wait, the what fuck's is that? going on? And like, all right, family meeting. So we're broke. We're losing the house. It sucks. And we're going to do everything we can to not, but, like, just try to have a fun Halloween tomorrow and not think about the impending doom and destruction of our family. Right. I mean, also, it's not your fault. (laughs) Right. We'll figure something out. So. And so. Yeah, that's it. And then, like, the twins go to bed. So the twins go to bed. And they're like, are you asleep? And they're like, fuck no. Like, my parents just dumped all this shit on me. I have, like, a totally evil great aunt who trapped my other great aunt in a fucking mirror. Like, I have lots of Turns out magic's real. Turns out magic's real. I have lots of fucking feelings. And also, tomorrow's Halloween, so I was, like, excited about that anyway. But now I have mixed emotions. Mm -hmm. What the fuck are we going to do? Right, so they devise a plan. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of, like, twin antagonism here where like there's a definite dominant twin and the follower twin and you know so like kelly is kind of the dominant twin and lynn is the one that kind of follows Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter no i think lynn is the dominant twin see how much it doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) but like i recognize the struggle of like and you do, as a twin? As the non-dominant twin. The non-dominant I recognize twin. the struggle of being like... I Guys, I recommend the non-dominant twin. Yeah, we come housebroken. It's great. Um, but they... Yeah, it's just this whole... I, I, like, as a twin, I'm picking up on a lot of the, like, stuff. Even though we're not identical, mm-hmm. me and my sister... Also, the Olsen twins are not identical either. They're Fair also enough. fraternal. <laughs> They're very similar, though, but... Yes. Um, But, yeah, like, that whole, like weird dynamic of like there's a dominant one that like kind of makes the decisions and the other one just kind of has to deal with it mm-hmm. and every so often you're just like no i have an opinion like let me voice my opinion I'm like eh, it doesn't matter we'll just mm-hmm. do what i want to do and i'm like i see that hand i feel that way right. i'm with you right. on this like that hits a little home for me i don't know if anybody else picks up on that but, mm-hmm. like, but, but anyway other twins in the audience let me know yeah and so, uh, but they do finally come together and they're like, listen, if Aunt Sophie is free, she gives the money because right. of course she would. Right. Because she's very kind and sweet and generous. Her, the mom gave this whole like spiel about like, oh, Aunt Sophia was just like the best. And Aunt Agatha's like kind of the worst. So. Yeah. So they, the plan is they're going to go to the witch's gathering that the gravedigger told him about. Right. They're going to find the moonstone mm-hmm. and they're going to use that to free Sophia from the mirror. Right. And they're fucking seven. Exactly. This is a big ask. So that's their plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut back to, I guess it's the next morning at this point. Yeah. Where Gravedigger's trying to get his money from Agatha. Yeah. She comes out on the porch with like a literal birdcage full of money. It's not a birdcage. It looked like a golf bag. Yeah, I don't know. I it mean, was like a bag. It kind of had, like, structure and ribbing to it. Like, yeah, it was, that's why I thought of it being, like, a golf bag. I don't like, know what it is, but it's, like, 
it's like two feet tall. It's a foot around. And it's got just like dollar bills sticking out of the top. Just dollar bills. Like that's how she answers the fucking door. Right. With this like black condom full of dollar bills. <laughs> Busted black condom <laughs> full of dollar bills. It's a magnum too, man. It's huge. Yeah. Um, it's very strange. And she's like, she's going to pay the gravedigger a whole dollar. One dollar to build a six foot grave. Yeah. With which no took, questions asked. Which took hours. In her front yard. I mean, he had a call before he dug, I assume. Because right. they're downtown, so like... Right, there's all kinds of lines running through her house. Yeah, and so she's like, I'm going to give you this dollar, but I'm not because you talked to somebody. You talked to these two twins and told them all my business, so no dollar for you. Now run out of way before I turn you into a toad. Mm-hmm. And of course he freaks out and runs away. I mean... He knows life as yeah. Bill the Lizard, and he does not want that life. No, no, he doesn't. Um, and so then it cuts ahead to trick-or-treat time with mm-hmm. the twins, and they're walking around. And it is, like, full-on one in the afternoon. Like, it is it's not very dusk bright. at all. Very bright. Like, the sun is directly overhead. I mean, maybe they start trick-or-treat earlier in California, which would just fucking make more sense. It would. Like, I do remember there was one year... That my trick-or-treat started, like, literally as I was walking home from school. Yeah. So start there. I was like, fuck yes! Wear your costume, (laughs) bring a bag. Get it done. Yeah. Well, and also, it is a Sunday, so maybe if it's on a weekend, you can... Right, it starts earlier. Budget a little earlier. Yeah, maybe so. From noon to five. And so, you know, they're they're trick-or-treating, and they find these two other dupes, kids, and they're like, listen... We're going to trade costumes with you. And one of them is dressed uh, like Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. with that like cheap plastic mask. Right. And it's like, you can have all our candy, but you have to wear our costumes and trick or treat with our parents for a little bit. Yeah. The kids are like, like, I don't know. Your costumes kind of suck balls. And they're like, but we have all this fucking candy. And they're like, oh, candy, bitch. I can do it. I'm here for it. And so these two other kids who are approximately their size swap into that. Mom and dad are utterly distracted talking about, like, their impending financial dooms. So, right. Right. They're busy. Yeah. I mean, they just look over two kids in the right costumes hanging out together. Fine enough. Honestly, if my kids disappeared behind a tree and then identical kids like their size appeared with the same costumes, I would also be duped. Like, I would not even question it at all. I'd be like, great, let's move on. I mean, like, have I tried to herd a kid wearing the same costume as one of our kids? Uh, to to our <laughs> to, with our family and the kid been like, dude, who are you? I'm like, oh fuck, like I almost Sorry, tried to steal a child. Yeah, go with your family. Sorry about that. And then I'm like, that's and like the parents are looking at you, and I'm like, that's mine. And then they look over, and it's a kid in that costume, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Right, right. Sorry. Okay, not calling the cops. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. That's not my deal. I'm just. I'm I certainly do not want to. Honest mistake. Children. Yeah, honest mistake. And. Everybody has a good laugh and we mm-hmm. move on. But like, yeah. So the girls are able to escape. Yes. And they run off. And the first person they meet is a homeless guy, of course. Yes. is a homeless guy. He is uh, the black guy from Designing Women, which Fair is enough. where I recognized him. Yeah. He lives under a bridge. Yes. He lives under a bridge. He's and got high delusions of grandeur. Right. Where he's a homeless man who dreams of money and stardom. Um, but he offers to help the girls because... Moonstone, hear a gem. He heard that the gem is valuable. Yeah. But also they like, shouldn't be on such a dangerous journey without an adult. I feel like they shouldn't be on such a dangerous journey with an adult 
that lives under a bridge. I mean... I'm not judging the homeless. No. I'm judging literally any adult <laughs> in this situation that sees two, like, seven-year-old seven girls. Two and they're, like, crazy. And their first instinct isn't, why don't you guys come with me? Let's take you and find let's, the police. Let's go to your parents. Like, where, where's your address? Let's let's steer you that way. Or, like, flag down a cop. Hey, um, I found these two, like, I've kept a respectable distance, mm -hmm. uh, but I need you, like... I now hand them to you, and I have done my I good deed. I need you to help, yes. And I'm going to leave the situation. Like, no, he's like, no, nah, I can use these these girls. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, so what are we doing? And, and they tell him the whole spiel of, like, we have this Aunt Agatha. I'm pretty sure she's a witch, and she imprisoned our Aunt Sophia in this mirror with this moonstone. And if we get this moonstone before midnight... We can like undo the curse, and Aunt Sophia will come back. And if Aunt Sophia comes back, um, she'll give us the money that we need to keep our house. Yeah, and so he just hears dollar signs all over that story. Also, that assumes that if Aunt Sophia comes back, that she has any kind of legal rights to the house, well, also, or the fortune. Also, she's not. It also assumes she's not like a hundred percent that bitch. Like. Maybe her and Agatha are equally evil. And, right. You know, just they had an evil off and Sophia slightly mm -hmm. lost. I mean, but anyway, so Mr. N is his name. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. And so he the first stop he takes them is to a medium. Yes. So he's like, I mean, I don't know anything about all the magic and all the weirdos, but like you, all the weirdos come to you because... They, they think believe. you're you. Yeah. So tell what me you what heard? you know. What have you heard about the weirdos on the street? And she's like, fuck all. Right. Like, and the, yeah. And this medium is like, fuck you. I'm from Brooklyn. Like, all this is a sham. I'm here for the paying customers. You're not a paying customer. Mm -hmm. And one of the twins has the wand and like points at the crystal ball and is like, show me what's going on. And they're like, you know, show me where the witches meeting is going to be tonight. Mm -hmm. And the ball like lights up. In a special effects montage. Right, right. And uh, <laughs> I don't remember his name. Mr. N. Yeah. Is the homeless guy. He's like, oh, I know that place. That's, quote, the uh, abandoned warehouse district, unquote. <laughs> no wonder her dad is not doing well. The whole town has an they abandoned... They have a whole abandoned warehouse district. <laughs> That's not a good sign. Not like the abandoned warehouse. Which... Like... Where all of the abandoned warehouses are. Which looks not a little bit like the abandoned back lot at, like, oh, Fox Studio. A zillion percent. Like, it's just, like, all the back doors of all the studios. Mm -hmm. Like, there's all ramps and, like, loading bays, and it's just... I mean, it, it looks crappy, but it also just looks like the back end of a back lot. Like, right, right. It's fine. Um, And so, he's like, oh, I can take you down there, and we can find... Literally, this place, all these witches are going to be. He takes the existence of magic very well, by the way. Right, right. He's like, it's chill, whatever. Yeah, and so he's like, yeah, let's let's go down there and uh, like defraud some witches. What's the worst that could happen? It'll all be fine. So I'm sure I'll be rewarded very handsomely with this moonstone in the end. Yeah, and so he gets them in the back of a pumpkin truck. It's like yes. a flatbed truck. Right. They just hitchhike. On the back of a pumpkin truck. Right. Sure. Sure. Why not? 
And so they hitchhike on the back of this truck. Um, he falls asleep. They end up in the woods. Right. They take a wrong turn. He's like, shit, we have to get off. And he's like, and the uh, girls are like, we can't get off till he stops. And he's like, okay, fine. And he like climbs over. Yeah. He like descends. The cab yeah. of the truck. And just like pops his head into the driver's side window. Is like, hey, how's it going? And the dude flips the hell out. Cause... As he fucking should. Yeah, slams the brakes and like pumpkins go everywhere. Yeah, the girls are somehow not thrown from the truck, which is convenient. Nope, nope they're fine. Uh, however, the pumpkins fall out of the road, and at least one poor bicyclist crashes into right. them and ends no up with pumpkin a pumpkin on his head. There, like this will truly... be not relevant at all. Uh, and so they end up wandering through the woods they're in, mm-hmm. and it's obvious they have no fucking clue where they're going, right? Because it's two seven-year-olds and like a homeless dude, right? And he's never been out this far. He doesn't know where he's at. He, But he also doesn't want to abandon the gig. Right. right. Not because he, like, cares about the well-being of these two I girls. I mean, not yet. Not yet. No, he's I a mean, dynamic character. Is he? Sure. Uh, and so they, they're wandering through the woods, and they find, like, this teeny tiny house. It's a small house. And at first, they're like, oh, it only looks small because it's very far away. It's a trick of perspective. Mm-hmm. And then they get up to it, and they're like, no, this house is real fucking small. What the hell? This is weird. And so the girls just walk in, because that's what you do. They knocked first, and no one answered. So obviously the next step is just to fucking walk in the house. Right. And so they walk in this house, and the ceiling's super low, and the furniture is really small. And I'm like, it's going to be the fucking clown guy. Guess what? It's the fucking clown guy. It is. Who is not wearing makeup. It's Oscar the Clown's house. It's Oscar the Clown's house. He's not wearing makeup. And he looks like Danny Trejo. Yeah, he does. He does look like Danny Trejo. He's like a little person version of Danny Trejo. And he's like, I can't be seen without my makeup. Like, Mm because when I wear the mask and I'm dressed like a clown, people laugh with me. But when I'm just me, people laugh at me. Right. He's a real sad clown character. Right. And the twins are like, we would never laugh at you, bro. Like, mm-hmm. we understand that, like, being a little person is not something that, like, we should, like, pity you. And, like, they actually, like, have a real good conversation about yeah. uh, people's differences. Sure. And be like, you know we would never do that. Like, we're chill. Yeah, we're cool. And so he's like, well, all right. And the girl's like, well, we need to get to the edge of town. They don't mention what edge. Like, I'm imagining this town has several edges, potentially. I mean, we know that it's in the, quote, abandoned warehouse district. So unquote. I maybe lead with that. Um, and they tell Oscar the whole fucking story again. Right, right. About how they have this Aunt Sophia, who they didn't know they had, and it turns out she's evil, and she also maybe trapped her twin sister in a magical mirror with a moonstone. And we yeah, have to I mean, get the moonstone, and we have to let Aunt Sophia out so that she can save our house. The yep, end. and like Oscar's like, cool, sounds legit. Let's Seems get in the car. Right. Like, right. I'll help you out. I'm like, what? What is with you, grown ups? Like, someone should just be like, oh, seven year olds wandering around. Right? Can call. I call your parents? Can I call social services? Like, I should be doing who should I call? Anything that is not that is not this. go on this goddamn adventure. Yes, and um. Yeah, and so he's like, well, I can take you. We can go downtown. Just get in my car. Turns out his only mode of transportation 
is like this little weird clown car thing. Right, it's an actual clown car, and it's hooked up with a bunch of helium balloons and a. a it's a tank. tank. It's a couple of tanks that say "gas" on them. Mm-hmm. Because we're gonna need those later. It's like Chekhov's helium tank. Chekhov's helium tanks. So they they start driving downtown. Uh, meanwhile, we have like a clip to Agatha who's driving downtown with right. her butler. She has to go to her fancy um, mm-hmm. witch meeting. Right. And the butler is driving her, George. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of salty. He's like, you don't pay me. Like, you know. Right. She's like, what do I pay you to do? And and he was like, I don't know. You don't pay me jack shit. Like, you literally don't pay me. I'm like, I'm very confused. And he's like, the- you get what you pay for. I'm very confused with the economic system that is... That is her workers. Yeah. It's... I mean, she's got them enchanted. That's basically the way it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, the parents realize they've been duped and, like, freak the hell out because the two kids that they thought were their kids are not their kids. And right. And they're like... Right. So they go to the police and they're like, hey, um, we were trick-or-treating with people we thought were our kids. They had the same costumes. And they're not there. And the police are like, it's not a big deal. I'm sure your kids are fine. They'll turn up. They'll turn up. Call their friends. You know. Retrace your steps. Retrace your steps. One person go home and wait for them to show up at their house. Like, that's probably, that's 90% of the time is where they show up in the next hour. Like, it'll be Mm -hmm. fine. Which, honestly, is not necessarily wrong. But But also, also like, 100% not comforting as a parent who's missing, like, seven-year-olds. Yeah, you should also be like, and we're going to put out an IPV and let everybody know, like, the description of your kid. So can you describe one? Okay, now describe the, oh, same thing? Cool. Great. (laughs) Like. Copy-paste. Copy and paste. Yes, control-C, control-V. And so, yeah. Let's, Let's back up, too. But, but they should also be like. Like let's let's get out an APV for your kids. Like, what do your kids look like? Like, yeah, you know, like one. What was describe the first one? Okay, cool. No, what's this? Oh, same thing. Same. Right, okay, yeah. cool. Get okay. Control C, Control V. Cool. Got it. Copy paste. Got got it. Cool. And so, um, but there's one like lady cop that's there that's like super sensitive and is like, I'll look for him. Like, right. Like, hey, I'm I'm planning on going out and running the beat uh, today, so I will keep an extra eye on this description. For you. for you, yes. Uh, meanwhile, the crew of Oscar, Mr. N, and the two girls arrive at the witch party. Yes, which the is witch basically party. like a really lame rave. Yes. And yes. the first thing is there's a bouncer at the door that's like, "Invitations, please." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Uh, my dog ate it." And he's our like, cat, our black cat, ate my it. black cat. That's and they wave, they wave the magic wand. And the person with the very high cheekbones Ooh. at the door is like, seems fine. Seems fine. Let's him in. So they managed to get in and like watch the whole ceremony. Mm-hmm. And the whole ceremony, like for a witch's coven, which should be dark and like seditious and like. You know, yeah, whatever. it is like every committee meeting of every committee I've ever been on. So there's somebody at the front, they're like reading announcements. It reminds me of like when churches read your announcements right. and it's you're like, like from out business, of town, new business. Like when you go visit someone like grandma's church and she's like, and they're up front, and they're like reading announcements and like half the things they're saying, they're just like using nicknames and abbreviations for like the different programs and all the different things that are happening. And you're just like, 
I don't care. Like, <laughs> seems fine. I mean, this is a great and all, but like, can we get to the part where we, I don't where know, we do anything, <laughs> do anything else besides this? Like, this kind of sucks. And so they're doing that. But then this is when Agatha gets up and is like, by the way, uh, apparently this whole empire is about to be brought down by some fucking seven-year-olds. Also, Agatha is the shit of this yeah. meeting. Like, she is like a fucking throne that's like stair steps and a platform oh, yeah. above she everyone else. Definitely. Like, she is definitely the person. She takes a victory lap about imprisoning her sister mm-hmm. and like all the other witches are like, she's so awesome. Like... You know, she's like, seven years ago, I did this to my sister, and tonight is the is the night that it becomes final, and it's great, and, and it's a great like, triumph. Woo, woo, woo. She's like, but there's, like, these two seven-year-olds that can ruin everything, and they're here. And everybody, <gasps> because they're actually here, you know. And, but right. they're, like, wearing makeup and hoods, so apparently nobody thinks right. the two nobody little like, girls. Nobody is, like, who's under four foot? Let's do just a quick I mean, that would have been Oscar as well. Um, But, um... But, like, then, like, while they're kind of, like, in uproar looking around for the kids, all of a sudden this ginormously tall figure appears in mm-hmm. a big robe. It reminds me of um, the Apocalypse Cloak from Princess Bride. Yes, Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant in that big robe. And it's, I mean, it's obviously, it's Oscar on Mr. On N's shoulders. On top of Mr. N's shoulders. And they basically... Who was also in full, like, Day of the Dead skull makeup. Yeah, I... There's a lot going FYI. on. FYI. There's a lot to parse. And um, they're wearing this robe, and Oscar comes out and just says some bullshit about, like, right, I'm from you, out of town. If you give me the Moonstone, I can do an incantation, and it'll make your Moonstone twice as powerful. And with that power, you can both enslave, enslave your sister forever and it'll um, take care of those kids. It'll point out who the twins are, and then we can all take care of them as a group. Yep. And so Agatha takes some convincing. He does like some mumbo jumbo with like this cauldron bubble thing. Right. And they throw some shit in the cauldron that and makes it like explode. By the way, at one point they're like doing the bu- double, double boil and trouble. Right. Because it's fire burn and cauldron bubble. Because mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Because, yeah, it's, it's uh, free. We don't have to pay Shakespeare for that anymore. Right. But when they, like, show the cauldron bubbling, it's, like, legit a bubble machine. A hundred percent. It looks like, just like a fucking bubble bath. <laughs> like, it's not, not scary. Not in a menacing way at all. It's weird. No, it looks, it looks soothing. Like, let me climb in that cauldron. It'd be fine. It'd be great. Anyway, so, uh, but he convinces Agatha to give him the stone. Mm-hmm. And as he gets the stone, Agatha, like, the robe parts and she sees Mr. N inside the robe. And, and they're like, like, run away! And so they bail. And they're chased by all the witches. And, and the, so their plan is to split up. Yeah, split the party. Always works up. It never works up. But it it does. But they, um, one's going to take the stone. One's going to take the wand. The person with the stone's going to head for the house and try to break the spell. The person with the wand's going to try both, to... They were both going to meet at Oscar's uh, car. That's right. And then take the car to the... To the house. To the house. And so what happens is the one with the wand gets pinned down first. And her she's with Mr. N. Mm-hmm. And um, Agatha finds them. Right. And tries to... And the little girl, I don't remember if it was Kelly or Lynn, is like, what are we going to do? And Miss Strand's like, I'm going to go down and negotiate. And she's like, um, 
She's like fucking evil. She's not going to negotiate with us. And she Mr. has all the cards. Yeah. And Mr. Ren is like, I'm very persuasive. Yes. And so he goes down to persuade her. He starts with like, I'll give you both twins and the moonstone for 50 grand. Mm-hmm. She's like, no. 25 grand. No. 10 grand. Final offer. She's like, fuck you. You're a bird. Right. Turns him into a goddamn crow. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. So then she's going to go up and attack or get. The girl that's up there by right, herself but now. Right, she pretends to be Aunt Sophia. Yeah, she's like, hey, good news. Your sister got me free, and I'm here to to come and get you and take you back home, and we can all be happy and fine, and I'm going to fix your parents' money issues, and everything's good. And she's like, it's my rat. Like, she's that's like, that's easy. great. And you see her kind of like lean up against the corner and like very pensively like chew wheels her churning. chew her lower lip and it's like what am I gonna do and she's like hey I hear like there would have been a scene earlier that this reference she's like yeah you can make me your favorite cookies I always love your chocolate co- chip cookie recipe and she's like yes my chocolate chip cookies are always my favorite but earlier it had been established that cinnamon cookies were her aunt sophia's favorite i don't know any cinnamon cookie recipes snickerdoodles are cinnamon cookies yes but they're called snickerdoodles they're but not maybe called snickerdoodles cookies. have like a TM-ing. tm yeah maybe <laughs> and they couldn't call them snickerdoodles so they had to call them cinnamon cookies so um she ends up uh kind of capturing so Sophia slash Agatha comes up the stairs and sticks her hands through and like the twin just like jams the wand and the chain. Right. So she has the chain door and right. then like her hands go through the chain door and she like wraps her hands between the chain and the wand. Somehow. Like she wraps the wand around her hands and her hands are between the chain. Yep. And like runs away runs away sees mr n in silhouette and was like oh good salvation no right turns out it's the butler it's george the butler who's wearing a very similar hat Mm -hmm. and so therefore she gets captured she is captured and um he and then we like jump back to the other twin who's with 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 oscar right jump back to the other twin oscar they get to oscar's oscar mobile yep and uh they're like, where's the other twin? And the crow is there, and he's talking, and he's like, hey, it's Mr. N here. And they're like, the fuck? And he's like, yeah, I know. Did uh, not go to plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, things are things are not great right now. Uh, but the other twin is captured, and we need to get back to the house because um, we can- Agatha's going to take her there. Right, and- Agatha's going to take her there, and we can free Aunt Sophia maybe before she gets there. Maybe Aunt Sophia can- And don't worry, us- like, they'll be, they'll be slowed down because I- Punched a hole in their tire with my crow beak now. Yeah. So their plan is they got to go get um, the gravedigger. Right. I don't know why they need the grave. Oh, because they don't know where Agatha lives. Yeah, that's right. Because they're fucking seven. Because <laughs> they're taking directions from a seven-year-old and the other two have never been there. So, yeah, they don't know where they go. So they got to go find the gravedigger. Um, the gravedigger lives where it's always daylight is somewhere. It's he always said. sunny. And it turns out he's just living in a billboard for las vegas mm-hmm. uh which i feel is like something the writers just saw and were like oh that's somewhere it's always sunny it's this yeah, bill inside this COVID. so they they incorporated that clumsily but they go and recruit him 
And the way they recruit him is they're like, you need to help us. And he's like, fuck that. I'm not leaving this place. It's sunny in here. I'm not leaving. Right. And all the lights are on. I feel good here. Right. And I'm so, not going out on Halloween. And so Lily just turns the lights off, just blows the breaker. Lynn. Lynn. Sorry. Uh, Lynn just blows the breaker and he's like, oh, got to go. And they're like, well, we can keep you company, but we have this thing to do. You can come with us. Towards the witch's house. And he's like, fine. Fine. So, um... Yeah, and this is where then there's like they cut back to like Agatha finding out her car has a flat tire and like trying a spell with right, like spirit of Edsel and like and she puts air in the tire, but then she puts too much air in the tire and it explodes. Yeah, and this is part of the thing is that she's like her magic is not as controllable because she doesn't have the moonstone right now, so that's kind of the idea there. Um, Lily and the crew get to the house. Yes, front door's locked. Side door's locked. Back door's locked crap how are we going to get in oh conveniently there's a window open up in the attic like the second floor window is open i mean it's like a fourth floor this place is giant giant it's a fucking huge yeah. uh mansion so uh remember that gas tank we had in the back of oscar's car right so first the crow flies up to yeah the, the window uh, window but, but he's, he's like i don't have thumbs useless. and shit like can't do anything like you but this is where we want to be guys here yeah so oscar blows up a whole bunch of balloons with that tank mm -hmm. and just rides them up to the fourth floor store right and it's just window. like magically like he floats a little higher he hits some trees some of them break and he like magically just lands yep. on the landing yep meanwhile uh while they were going to Agatha's house, the cop had spotted them. And so mm -hmm. she calls the parents and is like, hey, I saw them at this intersection of this and this. You know, any relatives or friends in that area that might be them? Not mentioning she's in this thing with like two grown men and a, a talking bird. She does, she does say that. She does say like, I saw them in this. Uh, it was a very strange vehicle. Like. With another man. With a man. With, a, uh, yeah, with a little, little person. person. And a talking and a bird and a bird. And like, again, as as a dad, my radar is going high. I mean, and truly as a dad, like the parents are like, the fuck? And they take off and they take off and they're like, and Agatha. And they're also, like, she wouldn't like murder children, would she? And they're like, I mean, probably not. But try faster. And so, um, so Agatha gets there. Um, right after Lily gets in, or Lynn, sorry, mm -hmm. I'm calling Lily, I don't know why. I mean, but Lynn gets in and is is looking so around. Lynn, so Lynn finds... goes up to the attic. She finds yeah. the Sophia mirror. mirror, and Mira's like, and Sophia's like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. I knew you would come. And she's like, I'm here. I have the moonstone. What do I need to do? And she's like, oh, but where's your twin sister? She's like, she's not here. And like, oh, the incantation needs to be told by both the twins. Oh, by the way, what's the fucking incantation? Yeah, well, they didn't get to that part Oh, they part couldn't yet. even get to that part, yeah. Because it's, like, something about the curse of the twins, which mm -hmm. is, like, uh, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, then there's, the there's like, this weird moment where they're, like, well, while I'm waiting for my twin to show up, just tell me your whole backstory from your perspective, because we only have, like, half the story. And Sophia's, like, well, this is what happened. Like... Seven years ago, I was young and in love, and I'm like, the fuck you were? Like, right. You're like a million now. You were like a million minus seven then. Right. And she's like, so me and George, who's the butler guy, wanted to get run off and get married. And I told my sister I was going to get married. And she was like, the fuck you are? No, nobody happiness. loves you. Nobody loves you. She's like, this guy loves me. She's like, bullshit. 
So she used the moonstone to imprison me in this mirror. And then she wiped George's mind and enslaved him. So he's confused right. as well. And it all sucks. So... That's where we are. So, anyway. So Lynn runs back downstairs because she hears noises. And it's George and Katie or Kelly or whatever her name is. Uh, and Agatha running in. And she, there's like this real tense negotiation on the stairs where Agatha's like, I need that fucking moonstone. And Sophia told her she can't take the moonstone from you. You have mm-hmm. to give it to her. Right. There's no her magic is powerless against you as long as you have the moonstone. But her power is not power. She's not powerless against her twin. twin. And so and random other people. So like the so Agatha's threatening the sibling, you know, her sister. And she's like, fine, fine. I'll give you the moonstone. But like you got to. You gotta let my sister go. And so there's, like, this whole negotiation on how that's gonna work. Mm-hmm. And eventually, Agatha, or... They put the moonstone on, on the landing. landing. And then Agatha's like, sucker, like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go grab that moonstone. You can't have your sister. Like, I can't be having this. I got, like, ten minutes left till midnight. I gotta just stall a little bit. And then, I don't know, I'll kill you guys or something. Or imprison you in another mirror or something. I don't know. Right. And so... um. Mr. N, as the bird, mm-hmm. swoops down and grabs it. Steals the moonstone. Soon zone. Um, Oscar and the gravedigger, like, block her way as, like, the twins run upstairs into the attic where the mirror is. Mm-hmm. And Agatha slows down for, like, half a minute and then turns them both into turtles. Cause... Right. Just turns them both into turtles. I mean, okay, so here's the question. I'm not an expert in the magical arts. Uh, no. But no, I'm not. I don't understand why, why turning people into other creatures is somehow less cumbersome than just, I don't know, killing them. I feel um, like transfiguration is a harder act than just like, I'm going to remove your heart or like turn off your brain or... Right, or just like freeze you. Even. Yeah, like just... just Pinch that nerve at the back of your neck and... I don't know. Maybe that's like Agatha's thing. Because she's already transformed a man into a crow without the moonstone. Like Maybe that's just what she can do. Maybe that's her vibe. I don't know. But she does it. And... I think it's odd that she turns them both into the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I, would, I mean, like, frankly, I would have turned them to, like, one dog, one cat, and then watch them fight it out. Like, mm-hmm. One them lizard, immune. one uh, turtle. Yeah, something. Uh, but then they go up. She goes upstairs, and the twins are opening the window to get the moonstone. And now they're standing in front of the mirror. The clock is timing 12. It's all over. Right. And Agatha's there for the victory lap. And, and like, she's like, brouhaha! It's after midnight. Nothing you do matters now. And the twins are like, but what's the incantation? And Sophia's like, I, I can't tell you. I, it's bullshit. But like, I just can't tell you. And they're like, well, I'm sorry. And so Agatha's doing her victory lap and threatening people. And the twins are like, I love you. Even though you annoy the shit out of me sometimes. I would not never to... not want to be your twin sister. I, love... like, I would never not want to be your twin sister either. I love you. And that's the incantation. And so that's what lets... A very low budget special effect happened mm-hmm. where, where Sophia, Sophia comes out of, out of the mirror. mirror, and her and Agatha like have a like wrestling right. Cat like have, fight. A, have a physical altercation, 
And then Agatha gets pushed into the mirror. By accident. By accident. At the same time, the parents come running up the stairs because they mm -hmm. got there. And the dog comes bounding through because, of course, they brought the dog. Right. Because if you were real concerned that your great aunt fucking kidnapped and might murder your seven-year-old twins. Don't forget you, the dog. You would make sure to bring the dog with you. Yep. And as, like... As the dog bounds through the door, it knocks over the mirror and it shatters into a million pieces. All the spells get broken. George comes foggily back to life and is mm -hmm. like... It's like, huh. Oh, hey, Sophia, you're here. Awesome. Like, I remember we were talking to your sister. What the fuck happened? And why am I seven years older? Like, um, like all of the people that mm -hmm. have been transformed into various animals are now back to being people... And it's kind of a happy moment. And Sophia's like, yay, I'm free and I'm great. Right. And to the parents, instead of being like, uh, so Agatha's like a fucking witch and she trapped me in this mirror. They're like, oh, we were having a party and we didn't call you and we're real sorry. Also, Agatha left on a journey. She's she, going to be long, long gone a long time. Right. She needs to put like reflect. Yes. And everybody kind of chuckles. And I'm like, just come out with the the right. story. like Right. Also, like, Agatha's fucking evil, and I trapped her in this mirror, and then you accidentally shattered it with the dog, but I'm no not big sad loss. about it. Yeah. And it turns out everything's fine. And so, like, it kind of cuts to, like, the next morning, I guess? Yeah, or maybe later that week. Well, I think it's the next morning because they're talking about money issues, Mm -hmm. and oh, Sophia's like, oh, I'll take care of it all. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Also, she's been, like, super lovey-dovey and, like, obnoxiously I cute mean, with George. But they've been apart for seven years. So, you know, good for them. Catching up for lost time. Right. Keeping that fire alive. And good for them. I mean, it's it's nice to see people of a million and seven still finding love. It's true. And um, there's, like, this whole moment where the twins are like, Going around to each of the, the three guys that helped them, like, you are awesome. I'm you so great. proud of I'm you, so Gravedigger, for standing up to you-know-who. And he's like, I'm proud of me, too. Yes. And it's really weird. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, Mr. N, for realizing that money is yep. not as important as people. And he's like, I know, right? Who to thunk? Yep. And it's like, it just kind of ends and everybody's happy. The house is saved. The family's back together. The right, right. person's strapped in the mirror. Okay. So the kids are upstairs. Cleaning up the glass. Right. The, of the mirror. Yeah. Our kids were just like, what? Why <laughs> would you send seven-year-olds to clean up? Because, like, we've we've had occasional glass breakages we around have, here. We have. That happens. It's life. And every time the glass breaks, the first thing we say is, everybody out of this room. Yes. Like, nope, nobody who's not 18 step foot in this part. Like, we will tell you when it's safe again. And that's true I, my kids never wear shoes in the house it's true so i mean that is a very valid concern like as soon as there's glass on the floor y'all just get mm -hmm. out and we're starting to kind of work through how to do that with some of the older ones but like it doesn't happen often enough that right they have any of those skills yet so they just are like broken glass is not something you play with mm -hmm. and at one point the girls pick up this like large shard of glass and hold it and they can see the reflection of agatha mm -hmm. trapped in it right and agatha's like you guys will help me right and they're like fuck you i throw it in and our kids are like why would you pick up a shard of glass like you don't play with glass that's like the rules of glass don't play with glass right i'm like I, right right but fortunately that's the end of the movie and mm -hmm. like that's just the last moment and she was like i hate Halloween. 
Yeah, earlier she had yelled she loved Halloween, but like yes. apparently it gone the other way. Disappointingly, lack of rap credits. This is the first time oh, in a couple no weeks. Oh, no rap credits, you guys. Here. I'm so sad. At least I didn't stick around for them if oh. there were some, but it was just I kind of wish there were rap credits. Sung by Mary-Kate and Ashley, if all possible. Ooh, yes. That would be the best. <laughs> but no, no such luck. So this was a movie. This movie, you guys. I, I, you I found- can't. I can't even describe what was, like, the most surreal part of this movie. Maybe it was when people turned into turtles. I don't know. Or a crow. Or... Uh, It was just weird. It was a wild movie. Yeah. You found a list on Vulture, wasn't it? Right, so, like, uh, yeah, Vulture.com ranked every Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie in order of surrealness, and this is, like, number two. It is the number two most surreal movie. Yes. The only movie that is more surreal than this movie is uh, In a New York Minute. Yeah. Which I, I have not seen. But, but maybe I will. Well, and that, that, that one's like, the reasons that one's really surreal is because, like, apparently you can run around New York and meet the same eight people in every location you go to. Like, over and over again. And, like, half the movie takes place in Times Square, and there is absolutely f- nothing but a CVS in Times Square. Like... <laughs> It's nothing but a giant CVS and a bunch of, like, theaters. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason to, to be, be in Times Square other than those facilities. But yet, they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's also random casual racism, which is... Yes, yes. A thing. There's really not a lot of random casual racism in this one, because there's mean, not really not anybody who's not just pasty white, which I is, mean, and it's kind of... both a dwarf. Oh, I guess so, the yeah. The dwarf is a person of color... And, oh yeah, Mr. N. Oh my right, gosh. and Mr. N is black. I don't see color. It's <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> I'm just I'm tired. Right. Uh, but they're not as casually racist. No, they're not. It's not. I mean, part they're of not it. not racist, but I mean, there's a lot about like size that again might be sort of kind of a mm-hmm. cover for racism. Maybe like treat people the same no matter yeah. what they look like. I mean, that's an important lesson, and it applies to little people and. Right. Brown and people, people and and I mean little people, regular people, brown people, and not so brown people. I won't say regular people, no. brown people. That's not that's that's casually racist. Um, it is. I'm probably casually sizeist. I need to work on that. Anyway, um, but we are. Let me see. What did we learn from this movie other than what like, did we learn? You need to really be careful about your moonstone magic. Yeah, apparently that's a thing. It's the moral. Yeah, like twins are powerful and can hex you. Right. And keep uh, that in mind. Friends everybody. are more important than money, which yeah. is the moral Mr. N learned. Yeah, that was good. And uh Judge me by size, do you? Like that's that's a little thing. Right, there. we were all pretty Oh, and being brave is not not being scared, but it's doing Oh it yeah, anyway. that got shoehorned that's in there the, like that's super the, randomly. This is the graveyard learned. And so much so that the uh Agatha's like, somebody learned the goddamn moral! (laughs) And then, like, turns him into a... That's, like, right before he gets turned into a turtle. Right, right, right before he gets turned into a turtle. It's like, oh, you did the brave thing. Good for you. You're a fucking turtle now. Right. Your life's gonna suck. Deuces. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. This movie, you guys. It's a ride. It is wild. I, I recommend not watching it. If you can help it, but like, hey. But if you have to watch it, I recommend booze. Indeed.
So that's it. Yeah, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.